Yo, yo, yo. What is good? Am I better? Yeah, I can hear you now perfectly. What it do, two tones? Yo, not much, clumsy. So, uh, originally, we're going to wait for uh, Baby Lemonade. But I got off the phone with him. He said uh, he'd like to jump on. Uh, I sent him the invite quite a few times. Let's just hope that he'll jump right in mid-conversation. Right. Um, and uh, for a more formal greeting, uh, this is Voice of Vessels. I'm Two Tones. You got your boy, Clumsy. Yeah. Uh, soon and possibly later tonight, we'll have Baby Lemonade on. Topic for tonight is going to be streaming. Uh I guess it could be touching. Maybe not. I, I personally, I I kind of like the physical portion, but we'll get into that later. Um, clumsy. Yes. Uh, previously, we had a minor discussion on our discussion board. You kind of started off with some really strong points. Uh, one, I believe, was a question such as, um, Will Disney be a victor in the streaming war? What necessarily do you mean by that? So basically, Disney is, uh, since they acquired 20th Century Fox, what, what I believe they're trying to do is they're trying to get the whole Marvel Universe together. And now that Disney is um, creating their own streaming service like Netflix, I feel like it's going to be a challenger to Netflix because I think a lot of people don't realize that Disney is huge, and a lot of people would watch Disney movies on their off time. Yeah. And again, not to get into detail, I prefer a physical copy. But that's oh, I just feel me. That. I, I feel it holds value, and it's something a little more sentimental. But uh, you're right. Disney is huge. Disney can overrun anything, and... With the purchase of Marvel back in 2010, it's been nothing but up in the sense of them uh, acquiring, you know, funds and uh, a better fan base. But um, as far as I'm concerned, personally, I don't, it kind of stopped me and deterred me from watching Marvel movies and altogether, I haven't seen any of the Avengers because it's, in my mind, it's a Disney film. And I'm not sure if I'm right or I'm wrong. I put off all of Marvel, except for Deadpool. I don't understand the loophole with him. Oh, because Deadpool is owned by Fox. All right. So within that little loophole, everybody else, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of upset with the, with Disney's qualities of movie. I think that you kind of need a, a little bit of edginess towards the Marvel films because it's a comic book. It's meant to be graphic and a little bit vulgar and brutal on occasion. Right. But you're right with with the power that they have and the money they have. Uh, they definitely are in the right position to to take over, regardless of if it's a good film or not. It's uh the brand that they have. Marvel alone is is pretty right. big. And for instance, like if you look at Netflix, like Disney is taking down a lot of their films from Netflix, and they're they're gonna keep their Marvel series. But I guarantee that once they start their streaming service up that they'll take everything besides the series that have already started on Netflix and just put it on there. I think that they'll keep they'll keep that stuff cuz it doesn't it's not the image of Disney. But I feel like they'll have 
more Disney fight stuff. Now, I totally agree with you. I think Disney does ruin films. That's why I've been a hater on Star Wars. I hated the last movie. I thought it was trash. <laughs> and and this is coming from the trash bro who thinks most of your shit is probably garbage. So I totally get it. You know, the, the last Disney movie I seen was Black Panther. I thought they did not screw that up. I felt like they gave whoever did the film, they gave him the green light to really not be Disney-fied. I feel like when Disney takes over corporations, they just make corny movies. All right, all right. Uh, that's definitely understandable. I'm going to break into another topic. I feel it kind of rolls in with that. Um, you also asked... Uh, you also mentioned about them uh, accumulating their assets, but I want to know how will they be accumulate their assets? What what assets do they already have as well? You know, okay. like what, what you- so Disney owns a lot of the uh, entertainment industry, but with them buying 20th Century Fox, they now bring X Men, um, Deadpool, uh, Fantastic Four. Um, they own the Simpsons. They they own a lot, and then Wait, I think Disney lot, owns Simpsons. Yes, I believe so. With the oh, with the um, purchase of 20th Century Fox, I believe they own the Simpsons now. But it's kind of like that, uh, like the Deadpool loophole, where it's like not a like direct association or something, you know, where they can still have that kind of edgy look. Or yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that I think what what Disney's plan is is that with with the buying of 20th Century Fox, they're trying to incorporate the Marvel universe all together. Because when you think about it, there's a, there's some Marvel movies that weren't um, Marvel. Like you got Spider Man, that was Sony. Uh, Deadpool, Fox, X Men, Fox, Fantastic Four, Fox. You know, so so Marvel didn't really own all their characters. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Marvel didn't own all their characters, but they're still a part of Marvel. They are Marvel characters, but not in the sense of being owned by Disney. Which Correct. I think they should leave as is, in the sense of that's the only way they're going to produce good films to an extent. Because the new, the newer Spider-Man films are I'm not a fan of. I haven't seen them, so I can't really speak. You see, I can't speak either. I'm just not a fan of it. I, so my, I, so my question for you is, how do you feel that Disney now is now going to make a Marvel land? I got I to gotta be a, a hypocrite and say power to you. I might check that out myself. It's I'm, not a movie. I'm going to hate that shit. You, I'm not saying I'll, I'll be mad. I mean, there's a lot that they can mess up on. But again, it, it's just it's a way for them to make money, and if they uh, do it even fifty percent correctly, I'm I'm sure they it'll be a it'll be a hit. The question is is what type of rides are they gonna do? Because when you think about it, so they're getting rid of a Bug's Life Land in California Adventure, and that's where Marvel Land is gonna go, because they already started with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride changing from Twilight Zone to Guardians of the Galaxy. I have no clue. Hey, I, I, this, I'm not sure if this is related. Um, what characters are at Six Flags? DC. They're all DC. Yes. Who the, has? There's no Hulk ride. I could have sworn there was a Hulk ride. Yes, in Universal Studios, Florida. Okay, so if that that's Universal, then so 
Is Disney going to own some Universal? No. No. Okay. No. I don't think they can, and they're not going to make them change their change rides. Their rides. It's Universal, and they've had, and Universal has always worked with Marvel for the longest time. So I don't think Disney will have any imprint on what they do in Florida. I think what what Disney needs to focus on is they need to focus on their content. Because Disney, if you ask me, has gone down the hill with content. Because oh, the, their cartoons aren't as great. The best cartoon they made latest is Phineas and Ferb, and they don't even make new episodes anymore. To be honest, I haven't kept up. So as Disney's you screwing away. up. Sorry? Uh, I said Disney's screwing up. Oh, no doubt. Uh, as you pushed away from social media, I pushed away from media in general. Uh, more more along the lines of uh, TV and whatnot. Uh, so I have not been keeping up. And it kind of falls into to the topic. I've been more of a streaming because anything that's uh, produced on a on a mainstream network, I I tend to not follow it. It's just it's not how it used to be. And uh, I, yeah. I, I get. now, so. do you feel as a person who it likes the physical part of owning things? Do you feel that Netflix has made? television and movies better or have they brought it down because of the fact that nobody's buying physical copies no more and you don't really get the sentimental value Netflix hits you halfway because you can still get physical copies mailed to you oh, I didn't know that what the fuck that's how Netflix started oh shit yeah dude you would you would you'd pick out a movie or two they would mail you the DVD, and when you mailed one back, you can get another one or two. Huh. So they still do physical copies. I am not mad at Netflix at all. They're, Netflix is probably the the farthest from, I don't know, my hate on a, on a mainstream. I'd be more along the lines of uh, like some of the live some of the Twitch. I'm not a fan of Twitch. I'm not a fan of some of these uh, sites online. But uh, Netflix, I can't be mad at. If you want a physical copy, they'll send it to you. I guess my only problem with Netflix is just that for for how big of a library they have, I feel like they could always expand it and make it better for the average consumer or the consumer that's looking for a certain type of movie or TV show. You see, you, you threw in a couple key words that can be used in the far the end of the spectrum. Expand. Maybe you, not being rude, need to expand some of the movies and break away from the mainstream. Because a lot of the movies that are on there, you're right, they're not what the normal person wants to watch. But there's so many people that are involved and uh, have Netflix that they got to keep it well-rounded. So for you who might be one or you know you might be a person in a a million out of you know so many who like this movie there could be a quarter million of some people that like this movie that you don't even want to pick up and that movie's trending right it's just something that you never thought you would like me i i tend to watch any and everything i watch a grip of foreign films i watch a grip of um indie films i watch you know independent 
is what I mean by indie. Just like I watch a little bit of everything. If, if it's not what I intended to watch, I still try to give it a follow through so I can have a general knowledge. Right. Of, um, you know, and the weird thing is, it's just like everything else is as soon as you watch it or you you at least give it a little bit of attention, they'll give you movies like it. And so that could, for a person like you, what you were saying, could put you in a downward spiral for all the movies that you don't want to watch. Right. You see, I'm just petty because of the fact that I can't watch Zootopia or Home or Brickle Bay. Which oh, is like... I wouldn't call that being petty. I'd just call that being a little burnt. <laughs> Maybe a little booty tickled on the fact you can't find the direct films that you would like at the moment. Yeah, I can see it. But it's not being petty. I just, uh, me, me as a movie person, you know, I've always said, you know, a movie that's animated will make me, will be, will more likely make me cry than a real life movie. So I've, I'm really more interested in the animated films. Now, I have not been, now I'm not like you, you know, for the, I, I don't really venture out like I should on Netflix. The most I ventured out, I just started Rapture. Um, I watched Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, which is a really good series. Mm-hmm. Um, I do need to venture out more. But, you know, it just takes time. You, you got to find, you know, what's right for you. Sometimes things just look weird. And then you're just like, okay, like, boring. Okay, next. But, you know, but that's the one great thing about Netflix is that you can watch so many things and you can binge watch. So it's nice to be able to have such a variety and not have to worry about, oh, is it on at this time? Is it on demand? We can just be like, okay, I'm going to put this on. And then, oh, okay, I want to switch it up. I want to go to this. So I will say, I, I do like that about Netflix. And that's the one thing I do like about streaming is that streaming has made things more accessible to the public than what they were back in the day. Like, for instance, so today I had to go to the DMV. I wasted five and a half hours of my life. And I was listening to 60s music, you know, and a lot of people, you know, to me, most people I talk to, um, they don't, they probably don't listen to 60s music. But with Spotify, I'm able to find these people like the Marvelettes, this, um, Bill Withers. Um, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Oh, uh, the Ronettes. Like so many, so many classics, and like that's the one thing I love about streaming, and why I think that it's better nowadays. Like you could say, oh, you know, uh, Apple and iTunes and uh, Spotify and streaming has killed the music industry, but when you think about it, at the end of the day, it's actually making it better because more people are listening to your stuff and your music is getting out there more. Just like Netflix with movies. Now, the one thing I don't like about Netflix is I don't like their licensing deals. But don't get me wrong. If you're talented and you're known, you can get a good deal. But I think streaming is just beautiful. And I feel like streaming is something that won't go away. I think it's the future. I don't see anything right now that's going to top it. I feel like Spotify is only going to get better. Tidal's only going to get better. 
Netflix is only going to get better. And it's just going to make it to where you can learn quicker and better with all the things that technology has brought us. Like, like I said, you know, my only thing with Netflix is that they take away my favorite movies. But, hey, you know, that's life. It's going to happen. They got to cycle movies. You know, but I just know for a fact that when Disney gets this streaming company up, you know, it's going to be done and over with. And they're going to put all their movies on there, and they're probably going to have other Marvel series up on that Disney platform. And they're just going to take over. Now, I wanted to ask you, Two Tones, about how do you feel about where we are musically with streaming? Do you feel that we were in a better age and day when we were buying albums, or is it better that more people are out to learn new music quicker? Here's another thing, too, about streaming. The one thing I like about streaming as an artist is, is that if you if you pay a premium, you're actually helping the artist more than you would free, even though they're still getting paid. I think it's nice that you get paid a little bit better if you're premium, which is an amazing thing, too. Because I would say if you look at... Uh, Music sales, how it differs from back in the day is that, you know, okay, so if someone bought your album, it would account, that would account for one whole sale. So $15 would account for one whole album sale. But if you look at today, you know, people back in the day, you know, you could buy an album and it could be trash. You could have wasted $15. But nowadays, you can listen to every track and be like, oh, I love this song. And they'd be like, oh, track two is crap. I don't want to buy that. I think that's what makes streaming so beautiful. That's why I'm just in love with today's technology and how we're improving as a society. What do you think? Two tones. Are you there?
Two tones. We are expecting delay right now. Two tones. Are you there? All right. Well, for the time being, I'm just gonna spit a freestyle to keep the vibe going. I say, if heaven was like hell, then where could I tell to be? You talk about life, like who really wanna see? But I just wanna see the sea. It'd be on the ocean. I believe that I wanna go be a shark, but sharks really don't eat. See, they say they just kinetic when I just want to be energetic when I'm talking about my life because, you know, I'm just aesthetic. I'm aesthetic because what I be collecting is these grams and these things and I'm coming around every day like who want to be me? Damn, nobody. But everybody want to study. And everybody want to be buddies. Hello, clumsy. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Back to the lecture at hand. You had just asked me uh, about the perks and the upsides of being able to download specific songs uh, rather than purchasing a full album or CD mixtape. Yes. All right. So I know just just everything you said, I know you'd be butthurt about. Think about it this way. As an artist, your music, when you get to pick and choose a song you're missing out think about all the songs the cd that you get and say you know you get that song you produce seven songs and uh three or four of them are bangers so you know the other people they don't they don't play those other songs you know that when you buy that cd and you put it in your car your cd player yeah you might skip those songs a few times but one day and you've seen memes about this you when you play that song that you've been skipping your whole your whole life and you you let it play and you realize it's fire bro there's nothing like that so having that physical copy and buying all of them regardless you you give the artist a chance if you don't give the artist a chance you're not trying to expand and i feel like you're losing money if you want to pay more money to specifically have songs that you like rather than just to take you know if there's a variety of songs and you might like two or three of them, you might get to like the rest of them. I'm just saying it's more exposure. And I think that you being an artist would want that. But you being a consumer, I can see where you stand from. Me, I prefer a physical copy. That's nice. And being able to run back on that song that I haven't heard of just means that I have one less song to buy. One less song I have to find out about through someone else. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that. That That's track six. I done skipped it for the past five years. But you know what? I let that shit play. And now I, I slap that as soon as I get in my car. And, you know, right. so uh, as far as being an artist, I, I, there's there's upsides and downsides. It depends on how you want to how you want to view it. 
I would like to be uh, exposed and I would like people to think that they don't like my song, but come a year or two and they'll, they'll fall back and be like, yo, this is some of the OG stuff. And uh, he's producing slappers and bangers back then. Or they can just be like, yo, this shit's still whack. You know, I, I don't care. It's the opportunities there. So as far as being able to download it, I would still like a physical copy. My whole thing is, what are you going to do if you get disconnected? As in, um, like, no Wi-Fi? Sure. Let's just call it death. No. <laughs> no <laughs> Wi-Fi. No internet. Your your phone shuts off. Uh, you don't have any, you know, any power, maybe. Maybe your computer... You know, if if, oh, every, yeah. if yeah, you have yeah. everything up in the cloud and you have all your stuff on digital backups and you can't access any of this digital stuff, isn't that pointless? It's pointless to a T because of the fact that, you know, but, but the one thing I will say is that the one thing I agree with you on is the iTunes part of it that, oh, you know, people are just going to buy this one song and it and it doesn't it doesn't really go far. Okay. You know, yeah. but, 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 but how I, like me personally, I don't like iTunes. I don't, I, I don't like the setup. I personally like what Apple music is doing, but not iTunes store. It's the one thing a lot of people don't realize about iTunes as an artist is that they don't tell you who buys your music and who, um, and like the the data for it, they just tell you, "Oh, someone bought your song." Well, I don't think I need to know their mailing address, first name, last name, and social. Oh right, I, I feel that. Like, like, um, so like Spotify, for instance, Spotify tells you, like, okay, this is where you're most big at. Um, this is your biggest song. This is where you're ranked in the world. I can see how that can kind of be perks, a slight bit of uh, demographics and statistics. I mean, what, what are you going to do? You, so you're going to use that knowledge to go on your first tour to all your dates and all your no. spots? No, no, right. no, no, no. I just, I just think that it's nice to have those statistics. Like, let's say when you're an independent rapper or independent artist and, oh, okay, so people in this town or city really like this song. And, okay, I'm this rank in the world. And then you can really like critique yourself as every artist should. Like, okay, this is what I need to work on. Maybe this song wasn't a hit, but I know that this next beat I got that's coming is going to be hard. So uh, this might be off topic, but what you're saying is that you would utilize that information to work on your, your own music. Yes. That's a very blanket statement. It, it 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 covers everything, but it doesn't at the same time. Because my my thing is, one, I think that all that information is extra, unless you're actually going to utilize it for something. What does you what does uh you know having thirty five people download your shit in Michigan and twenty five people in you know the in New York and then fifteen people in Florida have to do with anything statistically? Carl, like I mean, clumsy, like bro. How is that going to tell you what you need to fix and what you what you need to change? That's just that's extra. That that is that's pointless. It it's a cool concept. I think that it 
that it's just much. You're right. I don't I don't need to know someone's address. I don't need to know where they're at. I need to know I'm being listened to. That's, right. That's about it. I mean, there's no way you can work yourself up or down from that point because just because they get your music doesn't tell you if they're they're really like. I mean, what they might hit a like button. Well, basically, um, so when um you're on Spotify now, I haven't put my music on Spotify yet, but Spotify tells me at the end of the year like what my what like my list of top songs were that I listened to. Okay. So, like for instance, my number one song was Bambi. And I listened to Bambi probably, I'm going to say over 3,000 times. <laughs> it's over 9,000. I could say that, honestly. Yeah. I could say that I listen to that song almost every day. Listen to it probably more than 10 times a day. And it would tell me, okay, so Bambi was my um, top number one song. Number two was Element uh, by Kendrick Lamar. Number three was what was my number third song i don't remember but that's the one thing i like is that they give you the statistics now i'm not saying that it's going to help you out but i think it's just nice to know those things because it's nice to know okay different you know you know your outlook on the country but of course you should know that already because there's going to be bias towards where you're at in the country if you're a west coast artist then mostly the West Coast is going to fuck with you. But I think the thing is that artists have to be able to go out and see how every other state is. Like, for instance, take YG. YG didn't get popping in different states until Jeezy came into the picture. YG was mostly West Coast. But, you know, and, and, you know, that's a great thing. You know, everybody has their opinion. You know, me personally, how I look at it is that I'm always the person who's looking to innovate. Me personally, I know I have a lot to work on. You know, and I, I just think it's nice to know, okay, if 15 people like my song here, then that, that at least tells me something. I don't need to know your name. I don't need to know your social security. But as long as I know, hey, 15 people listening to me in Florida, that's cool. I think that's cool. I think that's nice. Kind of makes you feel good about yourself. But, you know, that, that, but that's all. Um, that's all opinions. I wonder if that gets in the background. That's a good question. Do you hear water in my, um, when I talk? 